Dawn. It's such a beautiful autumn day outside. I'm very distracted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're you're distracted because you have three screens on your desk and then you're <laughs> trying to do a genius puzzle and then try to problem solve my things and I am definitely distracted on the, I'm in between jobs, so I have time. And unfortunately I've gotten sucked into the New York Times. Um, like Wordle's too easy now. And so I do the daily spelling bee. And if I don't get genius by like late <laughs> afternoon, I feel like a fucking loser. <laughs> and it puts me in a real sour place. Besides the Yankees have lost the, the first two games of their big championship series. So not only are they losing, I also am not reaching genius by my time. This These are the problems of like the unemployed at the moment. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is that like I get so impressed by you. Like my I mouth, I always say I my, my <laughs> two mouth. Weeks ago, two weeks ago you were in the hospital. We didn't talk about it because then people go crazy. Right. And you had like a little hiccup and it was not a big deal in the end. But um, it's just a gluten problem. It's always a bagel problem. It's like it, it comes, comes down, down to, to a head, <laughs> comes down to a fucking bagel. Your nemesis. The delicious, the deliciousness. <laughs> it just ruins everything. If it's a... delicious, it's it's an enemy. It's the demon. I'm so mad. Come on, man. Everybody needs to give me a break. Give me a break. I know. We were in the hospital for hours and like hours and hours. hours. And in the end, in the end, I was like, so basically we were there because you ate bagels. Yeah. For basically. three days in a row. And so I'm gluten intolerant. And now I've got a fatty. I have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease so basically i think i said this before in the podcast that you know my liver is so fat i just got just like fat's my problem what's your problem i'm fat like i liver. just liver fatness and i'm just like okay just another thing i've gotta just you know but we're doing pretty good actually Right. But while we were in the hospital, I played, I showed you the yes. Wordle game. Like there's, of course, the New York Times Wordle, which only comes out once a day. And then, um, but there are other like knockoff apps that you can put on your phone, mm -hmm. which I have. And um, so I brought that out and I just impressed you. You're just like, like in two words. And I, my mouth was agape. That's what you, I tell her. You kept my going. <gasps> <gasps> I was like, What? <laughs> That's crazy. It's brilliant. It's, it's like, just basically, it's just basically practicing with patterns. You it's know what? Not, it's not it's, genius. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. It's Doogie Hauser shit you were pulling. <laughs> you were not. pulling some Doogie Hauser stuff. It was very impressive. I, I was like, what? You know? To kill a lot of time. Yeah. So now I'm like a spelling bee addict. And like, I, here's the other thing is that they have hints and like, community hints like people yeah. can really give and i'm like i refuse i refuse <laughs> to look at the community hints i do it only after i've hit genius to see if there's another one i missed but like oh, yeah. you know i can't remember i was just casually chatting with somebody i was online at the post office while i'm waiting i pull out this the spelling bee on my phone and a neighbor comes by and is like oh i play that too and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like three words away from my goal. And she's like, just look at the community hints. And I was like, oh my God, I really liked you. Like, <laughs> Cheater. What? Cheater. Blasphemy. Oh my God. What's the satisfaction in that? Oh my God. It's like, I can't, know, I it's can't. It's like think. wearing brass knuckles. It's, you want the satisfaction of punching somebody in the face is that what it's like don exactly it? your it's brain cheap. i'm a little concerned now <laughs> that you went from wordle to i don't know brass plumble, knuckles plumble, Bra plumble, <laughs> plumble, what are they plumble. well oh. speaking of words you were really you really topped yourself yesterday oh my so god our conversation was very personal it's about somebody who was very close to us and Kathy said, instead of saying, <laughs> I treat them with kid gloves. Yes. Kid gloves. Yes. I'm not saying it. I'm not you saying said, it. You said, I 
I handle her with jazz hands. <laughs> and now that I say kid gloves, I'm like, I don't know if it's kid gloves or kid gloves myself. It's got a weird origin it's kid to it. Gloves. I think it's kid gloves. Why would it be kit gloves? Did you say say, kit? say on Google kit gloves or kid gloves? Hold, please. Oh, this is a problem. We're on a podcast. Diet. We don't have time people, for your people. Brain. People like word stuff. Anyway. I, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Kid gloves, because it has That's to do kid. with using yeah. using gloves made of little baby goats. That's right. So we oh, I, I was looking at like our younger kid gloves are work gloves and protect the wearer and the thing person but so either one is right according and to I, google i'm sorry but jazz hands but jazz just, hands so if you handle somebody <laughs> with jazz hands these are the situations <laughs> in which i would think that kathy would handle somebody with jazz hands for example you are online <laughs> at the amusement park in those and it's really crowded and it's you're going in and out of those those maze, you know, barricades, like your cows going to slaughter. And there's like, you know, a restless kid with special needs and an exhausted mom. So I think that you would handle that kid with jazz hands. Cause yeah. you'd be like, Hey, here's some distraction. For you. <laughs> Do you like magic? It's a redirection. It's all about redirection. <laughs> If you if people, if you have not seen Monsters University, <laughs> look must... for look for Kathy's very famous redirection. <laughs> That's what you do, and that would be jazz hands, Kathy. That, that was be... very funny. So... We were we were so serious. You were giving great wisdom. You were mediating a situation, interpreting a situation, <laughs> and you say, "Listen, I handle her with jazz hands." <laughs> and Chris and I looked at each other like. And we were over the phone on speakerphone and you couldn't see our faces and we both looked at each other and said, Jazz hands? Really? <laughs> Listen, her with you gotta handle hands. me with jazz hands. You gotta handle me with I Kathy, do much better with jazz hands. Kathy, you are the personification of jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle myself. I described on Patreon in my in my you know, my little essay this week is that you you picked out the whale on Monday as the animal spirit, yes. and when you read the card, you said peripheral wrong. You said like peripheral I, or something. You know, I don't know how to speak. I just don't. <laughs> and I, yet, okay, so that was Monday. Yeah. Then on when on Tuesday night we go on TikTok live. Yeah. And you're reading tarot cards. Yeah. And for people. And it was super fun, and it's it started out super really slow, fun. Really and then fun. it was like a goddamn roller coaster trying to keep amazing. up with people. I had a great really time. super fun. Yeah. And you said the word peripheral correctly twice, not once, but twice. And I literally wanted to smack you with my brass knuckles. Jazz I literally, hands. <laughs> jazz jazz hands. Hands. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I made the observation as like, if only you knew how to connect with spirit when you were taking multiple choice SAT questions. <laughs> would have had a be, much, I would have been Wordle through the whole high school. I would have been Wordle queen. You have such a tell when you, when you connect with spirit. And um, I've only told, I've only told a couple of people like, oh, like when she does, when you do fill in the blank, yeah. watch out. Here comes, here comes not her words. Oh yeah. And that is exactly, I saw your tell <laughs> and then you're talking to your iPad to somebody you've not met and you're being very specific with that person and you use the word peripheral. And I was like, you don't even fucking know what that <laughs> word is. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> You know, so when doubters are like, you know, can Kathy really connect with spirit? It's like, yes, because if you knew her, she can barely speak English. It's like, it's like if I... I You really have, like, two personalities. You have two very specific personalities. I don't think it's personalities. I think two compartments. I don't know. One compartment is just laid back. The other one works. I don't know. The other one is just not working. I, I, everybody, excuse my voice. I have a little cold. Um, but yeah, it is interesting that I was thinking about that the other day about how fascinating I really am, and I don't, and I don't really give myself 
credit for that because it's not me. Every time I do something fantastic, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so fucking me. It's, 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 it's not you. It's, it's so not true. me. It's not Kathy. It's not Kathy. It's like somebody channeled through me. Do you know that I have drummed with the president of New Guinea's um, assistant? Like I've, I have been with the New Guinea ballet drumming. It was my third class and I ended up getting like a clap and an awe. And it's because I channeled my old African life and, <laughs> and did channeled the, something, channeled something and everybody's yeah. in awe of me. But then as soon as it stops, I'm like, what, what did I do? What happened? <laughs> Remember we were in Wisconsin. I, I channeled some kind of, uh, I don't know, fat stamina. I don't know who fat the, the, the guy who does the billiards, billiards, there's a billiards, popular billiards guy, somebody who plays pool. His name is fat something. Oh fat. yeah. Yeah. Hold on. We were in we were in Wisconsin and whenever somebody tries to like make us feel less because we're women or because of something, I get all of a sudden I'll channel and know how to do something crazy. We were at a bar and Donna was living in Wisconsin and there was a line to play pool. Minnesota fats. Minnesota fats. And I've never played pool maybe twice. And these guys were being, you know, not cool. And Renee was like, let's just play. And I'm like, I don't know how to play, but I'm going to show them. I put my quarters down and I beat every single one of them. And I don't know how. And I think I channeled Minnesota Fats. Like, I swear. <laughs> Even though was, I think he was alive at the time. But nevertheless, his essence. His, his essence. His essence. Or somebody yeah. who played pool. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. That's how, but that's how I did my record. That's how I did my album. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to fucking read music. I don't know what I'm doing. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm recording and doing things. It's because I'm channeling some dj that passed away that has unfinished music business so i've got to take it on it's like the craziest thing and i do it i've done it so many times like i can speak about a book that i don't even know about if somebody's trying to make me feel stupid and i'm like oh that book oh about this 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 and this and they're like, yeah. And then I walk away and go, I don't know what that book is. Right. You I walk away and I, you're like, I think I'm going to get something at Dunkin' <laughs> And then I'm like, I need a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder what, you know, let's go skip. Let's go skip and do something. <laughs> Jazz and, Hen- and then, you know, Henry is very well read. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's been to Bard. He's just a really well read person. I am not. I'm Blossom. I'm, I'm, I'm Punky Brewster. And he is like a really smart person. Uh, and, we have gotten situations where people because they know i'm a minister they assume that i'm well read i am well read when i need to that's how i pass tests and then i forget about it i don't know what the <laughs> fuck i learned so i just i just learn everything through spirit and i remember this guy talking about something about odyssey odyssey i don't know what it is and i was thinking that i was looking really stupid and i think i channeled something because i said something that was part of a passage and the guy was like yeah that's really yeah that's oh my god i didn't even think about it and henry's just looking at me i'm like let's go now and i go what was that what book was that he's like i don't know he's like you always do that but i can do that and it's very frustrating because then people expect me to be smart when i'm <laughs> at, really? I'm, I'm fun at a dinner at a dinner party but if we play games, don't ask me to talk about something. Yeah, smart. I just can't. And I am a smart person. Obviously, I'm very smart, and I and I do have college. But it was tough. It was tough. Repeat after me. What? And smart fellow, he felt smart. <laughs> you know what? You fart, fart. All fart, <laughs> farts. Okay, you fart. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant for the day. That's my rant. Oh, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know. I do these amazing things and then I sit here going, how did I survive all these years? Just like I get lost. Oh, I think about that with other people. In a paper bag. What? There are so many people that I'm like, how? How do they have the lights on in their house? They're how so do they dumb. stay a lot? They're right, right. I say, that, yeah. I say that all the time. No, I, I am just kidding everybody. I do have high self-esteem. I just like to poke fun at myself. And I... And she and Donna encourages it. That's my that's my full time job. First of all, people are like, oh, you're unemployed. I'm like, well, I still continue to make fun of Kathy. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, 
I, I always laugh at myself. But if I don't, if I take myself too seriously, I'm oh, going to end it's up. Annoying. No. I'm going to be the person with the with. You'll with, be the Ramtha person. Remember that annoying person? What person? Used to go on. She used to go on Phil Donahue, and she would. She claimed to uh, channel that. I don't know that spirit. Oh yeah, those people, those people who take themselves so fucking seriously. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't because yeah. I'll vomit. I'll Which vomit is so funny. Stress. We were talking about this that like, um, we'll go back. We'll talk about whale and how I was talking about my whale experience and how, you know, my partner at the time who encouraged my spiritual journey, I was going on at that time. Because yeah. I went from being absolutely non-believer into, oh wait, there's there is something there, and uh, and and while that person was very encouraging, you know, buying me books, for example, okay? right, right, encouraging me when I had people over who believed in the same thing, but yet when I have a really deep spiritual experience, it's like okay, crazy, right, you know, you know? right, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, I was just talking, I just had a, a, a mentee meetup and we were talking about that, almost that same thing where, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought <clears throat> where it was, it was, I kind of always felt that way where I could be better than Sylvia Brown. And I say that not saying that I'm better than Sylvia Brown, but if I really Sylvia Brown's a piece of shit. You need to like no, she pick somebody me, else. First of all, no, you need to let me finish what I'm saying. And we're not going to put somebody who's passed away down who's really worked hard. One of the things about Sylvia Brown is that in the 70s, when you're psychic, you're looked at as a sideshow. And when you have a gift like this, people don't take you seriously. And that is like 70s, 80s, 90s, and even to now, even like, I'm talking about me being alive. Like I'm sure from the past, it used to be really cool when Houdini was alive, you know? But through the years, it kind of like, if you had a gift like this and she was very gifted, she was a true psychic, she was really good. But what happened was her ego got the best of her. And through her books and touring and having people, she charged $600 for a half an hour with a six month waiting list. Anybody who's listening to this, don't ever spend $600 for a psychic reading. Okay. Um, you know, it's just, that was heartbreaking because I worked for the lines. I worked for the psychic lines and I, and I, I was one of the better ones and I very gifted. And I realized like, it, John Edwards is another one. So John Edwards is a talent. He he was he does have the gift of channel and mediumship, uh -huh. but his ego got the best of him, and he got popular and he wanted to be known and he wanted to have the notoriety and the money. And guess what happened? The gift dies. It will be taken away from you. And so here I am, who I've always had this gift. We've all known the story. And I don't advertise, even though we have a podcast, it's still a circle of people. It's not like I'm out. I have like, you know, a TV gig. Okay. And I just never wanted to be that kind of person because I never wanted to lose my gift because I never wanted to take it for granted. And so it's so interesting to me that here we are now in 2022 and this is nor normal having these conversations about having psychic gifts being intuitive all this kind of stuff is now a normal conversation i'm not looked at anymore as a weirdo or as a crazy person even though i talk to myself in the spirit room and henry's like who are you talking to now <laughs> like you know it's like it's like but it's kind of normalized because it's mainstream we didn't have that so I don't know where I was going with this other than I think it's important to support people who are gifted in any aspects of who they are. And the spiritual aspect and the third eye muscle is like having huge biceps. If somebody is physically fit, you're going to go, wow, look at you go. Look at those biceps. You're so strong. We may not have that, but our third eye is just as strong. And I think that I, I really think that it's important that we support each other in the gifts that we have and not when it's difficult. What I'm hearing is that your partner, it was very difficult 
for them to see the emotional component when it's that deep. A lot of people can't handle it. No, I agree. It's a lot like, of people couldn't handle Sylvia Brown. I, 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 I can't I, have a conversation about her. Um, I, I think that, I think that, you know, I, let's just shift over. Um, we don't have to I, fight on the podcast. So I'm, not fighting. I'm just saying, I'm not fighting. Why would I fight with you about Sylvia I'm Brown? Just, There's no fights. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Just not participating and talking about her. All right, jazz hands. So, um, yes, that there's, there's, there is the the scratch the surface. I put your microphone up. Put your microphone up a little bit. Sorry, that's okay. I feel like um, when you're on a spiritual journey or the practice that you do, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's only a certain people have the talent to tap into that third eye everybody everybody does yes every single person does and if you do the work and you know tap into it you do the work which is meditation quiet you know contemplation reading practice things like that um you can be interested in it tap the surface you know it starts with your interest in the occult your interest in your you know astrological sign i don't know whatever, whatever those gateway, you know, subjects are, but, but there's a certain gradation that you can, um, that happens that naturally it's like you kind of level up and then you level up and then you level up. And sometimes you, you're with somebody at the beginning of your, you know, journey, so to speak, and your journey never ends. You know, when people tell me they're a guru, I'm always like, "Uh uh-huh. So you you're done, then right. why are you still on earth? Right? right? Right. You know, when people are like, I'm the master of, you know, I think there are masters of things, of course, but you're not the master of, you, you can't be a, you know, you can't be a spiritual oracle and be done. There's always learning. There's always growth. Right. Yeah. That's my, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, oh my God, I'm going to sit in, and pay thousands of dollars to be in the presence of guru, guru, master, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, good luck with that. But, but there's, there's certain, like, there's, you know, gradations, you go up, you go up, you go up. And if, if, you know, people can be like, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but okay, good for you. You know, like I'm with a person like that. Like he's very funny. He, he doesn't believe he'll he'll say like we've had conversations he's like i don't think people have a soul and i'm like oh my god that hurts my heart so much when you say that we have a conversation about it but he'll listen to you and me and and give it credence by just like saying okay that's you right Mm -hmm. um and there are certain things that come up where he's like i believe but when you're with somebody who then says things like you say, I have this experience and they say, okay, crazy. It's not validating. It's, it's like, not validating. It's and not it validating. takes you down. Yes. And then, and then you doubt yourself and then you doubt the next step. And then you doubt it just, it just gives too much doubt. And it's, yeah. um, it's debilitating to a certain degree. And at the time I, I was like, yeah, that does sound crazy. Or, you know, I know yeah. it sounds crazy, but I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. You know what? I'm here to tell you it's not crazy. Well, here's the thing. I I, I know it's not crazy because it's my whole life. And I could. that's why I was alone so much in my life. And very few people who really understood me. Tracy really understood me. You know, and like meeting Henry, who he is just, he's so powerful he doesn't tap in the same way I do, but in the beginning, like he, he believed it, but then he's a witness. He's my first witness and seeing all these things that I've done and needing help with. And he has seen, um, how I've healed people or helps people heal. I haven't healed, like be the vehicle to help heal people and the psychic messaging and, driving in the car and all of a sudden pulling over and being hysterical crying and giving out this message and then something happens it's like over and over and over again there's no doubt because he's witnessed yeah the constant it's in his face constantly the 
the strength of spiritual existence. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and that's what I'm so grateful for because to grow in life, you need a sharer. You need someone who shares, who will, who will share with you, you know, who allow you to grow, but grow also with you, Mm -hmm. you, you know, and have an understanding. I could not be with somebody who could ever have a doubt in who I am because Mm -hmm. it would oppress my every being. It just doesn't work. This is my every day. My every day is waking up and saying, we have to sell the house because I have to build something else. Okay. We're selling the house and we're going to build something else. And there's never been a doubt that he didn't skip a beat because I had a vision. I had a message and we're doing it. Uh And I've never been wrong in Uh my life. And I think that having that witness in your life is so important. That's why Donna, you know, I'm your witness. Uh I see how you do things. I'm like, you can fucking do it. You're amazing. Uh Look at what you're doing. Don't you stop it. Look at what just happened. Do you see that? And, and I think that's what everybody, that's the charismatic adult that everybody needs. And so when you're in a relationship that doesn't uh, nurture the very strength that you have, you become weak. Yeah. Is that fair to you? It weakens you. Mm -hmm. Is that Mm -hmm. fair to you? And I'm saying you and all of us, like you was listening and you, is that fair? It wasn't fair to me. Mm -hmm. It happened to me. Imagine if I stayed my whole life Look at what I would be missing out on. I know. Mm-hmm. I can't believe who I am. I can't believe it. You helped me do that. The sisters helped me do that. Mm-hmm. Henry helped me do that. Mm-hmm. Sophie, the love of my life helped me. But if I was with someone who doubted me, mm-hmm. guess what? I would be weak and I would not be sharing who I am with the world. And that goes for you and whoever's mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. Donna, I'm telling you, your writing and perspective and your intellect and your the way that you can diagnose what fucking people are going through is amazing it would it would be a loss to the world if you didn't if if you didn't use that tool you have to share with the world and your partner is now seeing how amazing you are oh yeah yeah he is good he, He's he good. doesn't get it he doesn't need to walk he doesn't need to walk the line but he but doesn't he- he doesn't no, uh-uh. he strengthens you up by saying all right yeah all right that's a good person you don't yeah this is one of the conversations that he, we he's, have. he does stuff like um hey i just pulled over i get a text hey there's a dead hawk on the side of the road <laughs> i feel like you want that is that right <laughs> yes it is i know it's illegal it's illegal don't get caught it's like okay (laughs) i don't know why i i have a feeling you want this i'm like oh yes thank you so much you know what it's so funny because it reminds me of dad before he passed away we were watching you're watching a haunting a lot and he freaked out and i put candles because we both got scared and we'd have to watch golden girls for an hour because we'd freak each other when mom called when mom oh my god so mom died i'll tell the story again if you've listened to this but i'll remind you so it was right after mom died so mom died 2016 uh 13 13 oh geez dad died died 16. so in 2013 so i stayed with dad back and forth right dad was ill and yeah okay so i was caring for dad and would be a cold day because it's a cold day and i and dad didn't understand what i did for a living and I said, let's watch a haunting. This is what I do. I'm the person that goes in when they find a ghost in their house, right? And he's like, oh, okay. So he's watching it. And I didn't realize we were binge watching it. How scary, because it's real. Like, those are real stories. And I'm like, yeah, dad, this really happens, right? I was like, it's not extreme, but this has happened. Yeah, right. So. I kind of explained the stage and going out into the woods and giving offerings and doing all that kind of stuff. Dad was so into it, but he got so freaked out that he's like, we have to watch Golden Girls for now. (laughs) And I said, okay. And so the next day he's like, let's watch some more. So we're watching it and the phone rings and on the TV, it says mom's name. It says, Patty Verderamo on the last, right? And dad and I just look at each other and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, because it means that your phone, the, his phone in his, his house was calling. Right. 
so I run over to pick up and there's nothing on the other line. Dad, so dad's like, blow out the candle, blow out the candle. And I was like, he goes to blow it out. He goes, am I going to ruin the West Wind? I'm like, no, dad. going to ruin the West Wind. I was like, you're not going to ruin the West Wind. And he blows it out. And we were so, we watched Golden Girls the entire night. Well, yeah, it was really. This is the perfect time to. This is the perfect. So it's the. It's basically Halloween time, right? Yeah. And Chris is obsessed. He he hasn't had this much time off in October in years and years because he stopped. He stopped having to do smaller shows. Right. He used to have to do like every show possible. Well, he's he's figured it out where he doesn't have to do these little rinky dink shows. And so he's had more time off than usual. And he's like fucking obsessed with going to every fucking haunted experience there is. (laughs) And for years I've gone with him. Now I used to work in a haunted I, I used to volunteer at a haunted experience at a at a person's house for years and years in New Paltz, New York. And we were people who did not know boundaries. We did not give a shit. This was before things were crazy and there were no cell phones. And we used, we used, it, it was bad. I've talked about it before. Yeah. We were physical with people. We were like, it was fucking scary. And now the way things are, it's, it's like, I know they're not touching you when you go to these like haunted things and like clowns don't scare me. And like, and here's the thing I walk into like, whatever the theme is, like, I, I don't believe in zombies and I don't believe in zombies that live in suburbia who work at Starbucks. I just don't. (laughs) So Just that's something I can get into. (laughs) And so I, there was one year where we went to haunt after haunt after haunt. And I, I don't want to be, a party pooper, but I just don't get scared. And here's the other thing. I have really good spidey sense. How often can you jump out at me and scare Never. me? Never. I get scared of myself. Never. I can't scare anybody. You can't hide in a closet and jump out and scare me. I Because I'm not afraid of the dark and I'm not afraid of using my brass knuckles. I'm just not afraid. And so there are things that frighten me, however. So like when, you know, I tell Chris, I'm like, Chris, I work with my sister who is a real exorcist who's a ghostbuster. I have walked into homes that have the most ickiest feelings based on based on things that have happened in that space. That's fucking creepy and scary. Yes, it is. That's scary. You know, some, you know, some teenager in makeup jumping out of a tree that can't touch me is not scary but going through a real life exorcism that's fucking scary yeah because you fear the unknown and here's the thing with those haunts i the unknown there's no unknown i know they can't touch me i know they're just people i know it's just an idea and i appreciate everyone's artistry and embrace uh, embrace the spookiness of it but i'm not the one that jumps and screams i don't you can't i see a tall thing i don't scream uh, and so poor chris yeah i'm like i just walk through those things like okay great thanks that's nice i like that artistry i'm like i'm not an asshole i like yay and i've had great experiences but i always say like that's a good one like i'm not I don't scream. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's a good one. And so <laughs> the things that are really scary are things that we've done, like with people oh and my houses. God. Well, we've, we've pulled up to houses where both of our necks hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it's so funny is that I have the opposite where don't jump out at me. I yes, can't, I can't. <laughs> Henry hangs up my nightgown and then there's a shadow of a person and I'm like, hi, <laughs> I can't go to, I won't go to the bathroom. I'm just, but in real life, it's because it's my job. Like, I just don't find that scary. I find it, it's my job and I get into warrior mode. Like yeah. it's different, but yeah, yeah. you've been jumping, you and dad have been I scaring know. me since I could not hear. I was not hearing it. I'm sure you scared me. <laughs> And so it's like, I, I've just been accustomed to be, uh, well, you're awesome. You're uh, you make a great face. 
Your scream is great. Th thanks, Donna. I it's I'm glad incredibly I'm, I'm, entertaining. I'm so glad. Well, what else can I do for you? <laughs> so you know what, um, Janine, shout out to Janine. She she wrote uh, some questions. She had some questions for us, and I couldn't oh. find it. But I do remember, I do remember this question, and it's kind of right where she she asked, "What was the scariest uh, house you had to cleanse, or the scariest mm -hmm. thing?" <laughs> the scariest so house is the one that we fucking grew up in. Yes, to be honest, the um, scariest house. Yeah. Besides that one, um... my. I'll start like, yeah, I can't think so, of uh, mine was Sally Ann's hands oh, down. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I have dealt with, I've, I've had to, I've had some, I've had some situations, but it was my first one. Mm -hmm. It was my first one. And I had to go back. Cause like when I was training, when I was going to school for interfaith ministry and I was focused on divination and mysticism um, I had to go back to my mentor who did this and she was Wiccan. She is Wiccan. And I, and I was, I had to consult her and said, I have this house. It's when I go in the basement, I see the darkness in the corner and I have to fight this thing because the cats are flipping. I literally saw her cats flipping in the air. The, the entity was taking the cats and abusing the cats. Mm. Mm. So we can't have that. I have to save the cats. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know what to do. Like I really didn't. And, and the advice she gave me is that there are some things that no one can teach you. If you're meant to do this, you will find your power and just, you know, she gave me the tidbits of doing the thing in the air, confronting it, you know, and it'll come to you and use sage, have salt, you know, have this, have that. <laughs> so Sally Ann, we've got to go down in the basement where this thing is like a layer is in the basement. You can feel it as soon as you walk down. It, it like you feel like you can't move. It literally stops you. It's like, oh, like pulling you and pushing you. Sally Ann is right behind me. And all of a sudden in the corner, I ha she has a white candle. I have the six, six uh, sage. And all of a sudden we both see this black spiral wind, like our hair was moving uh -huh. and it was about to attack us. And all of a sudden I just, I don't know, I, I felt like I grew like five feet and I was like, no, and Sally Ann is screaming. Ah! And I'm going, no, uh -huh. fuck you, fuck up. You know, like, I'm like, you know, getting really powerful. And I'm yelling at it and I'm screaming at it. I'm like, no way you're not, you're uh -huh. not doing this. And I'm pushing it back in the corner and the wax, the, the candle got pulled from her hand and thrown at my legs. I had wax on my jeans and on my foot. So I was getting burned uh -huh. and I was like, we're getting burned and I'm done. And I fight this thing. Everything calms down. Just like if you were to see it in a fucking movie, that's what it looked like. Uh -huh. It was so scary. I'm shaking. I go upstairs and the right side of my face is drooping. Uh -huh. Her husband, who's kind of a skeptic, who kind of is supportive, goes along with it, is freaking out because he hears everything. You can hear him like running, not knowing what to do because we're screaming downstairs. And all I kept saying was, Mike, make me protein i need protein and so he makes a hamburger i eat this hamburger i said okay i have to go home the cats are calm i go home and i wake up at like seven in the morning and i call my friend jennifer and i said jennifer your I, I said your mother's going is in the hospital and she's going to have a stroke and i'm going to come to the hospital right now and she's hysterical crying. She goes, we just took my mother to the hospital. She had a stroke, come to the hospital. Uh -huh. This is seven in the morning and I wake up and I am uh -huh. so psychic at this point where I'm seeing my friend who I haven't talked to in months. Uh -huh. It's not like she was my everyday person. Uh -huh. And I said, she's going to be healed. I'm going to come see her. I go and see her. They let me in because I'm clergy and I have a conversation with her mother who I've never met. And I said, I need you to take a deep breath. We're just going to pray for a minute. And I pray and she gets, she's fine. My face becomes fine. 
and my face comes back but it's just like it was the craziest it was the craziest experience to fight something so dark evil who wanted to hurt us who are hurting cats and it's like you know it's like you i never the reason why it was scary is because it was my first time i didn't know what to expect and the second is i didn't realize i was scared because i didn't realize how powerful i was mm. i did it to protect my friend and my and the cats and and i just have to say i would have walked down the stairs and walked right back up the stairs <laughs> yes. and called you yes. i'm not afraid of things <laughs> and you, you know, jump at like and i would I just, just be like jump nope. in uh-uh. I, yeah I, I you know what it is i don't like people i'm an advocate i'm a born advocate yeah i don't like people being bullied i don't like injustice and when an energy force is hurting people I'm not going to let you hurt my friends or the people I care about or animals. Right. So I'm going to try, I'm going to attack you. But the training in this, now I, I can't even tell you how long ago, 2006, let's say graduated 2006. This was 2007. This mm-hmm. happened, 2007. Mm-hmm. And and I I just know that through all these years, when I had to retire as an exorcist, because of my body because Mm -hmm. it takes away from your body no matter how powerful no matter how much you protect yourself it's Mm -hmm. a lot of energy i was so sad because i thought that was the only power i had was when i was fighting demonic presence or dark presence Mm -hmm. it was the only time that i felt close to jesus and i know that's when you're fighting something like that that's my source okay and so i felt that was the only way i can connect that way and that's how I was trained is that the only time I was powerful is when I'm fighting something completely dark. And that's how I thought about myself in life. The only time I felt strong is when I had a challenge in my life. I don't have to be in crisis to be powerful. And so there was this epiphonic moment I had, and yes, I make that word up. There's this epiphonic moment that the power is always there. You don't always have to be in crisis and fight something to see how strong you are use your strength every day by being calm by accepting what life is giving you to know that there is light and dark everywhere you go and that both can be good and both can be bad you know there's no good or bad but both can be positive and both can be negative you know it's like having that balance in life takes strength so that was very uh interesting it was the scariest moment of my life as far as that is concerned and also the most i think enlightening experience i ever had because mm-hmm. i saw my strength you don't know your strength until you're forced to, to show it mm-hmm. you don't know you can beat somebody up until you're faced with protecting yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that was my scariest moment yeah, watching um, Tracy's exorcism was scary to me. I yeah. had no experience at that time. Yeah. And there were two people working on her. And all three, they were on a shamanic journey. I was just kind of observing, like being an energy anchor. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand anything at that point. And um, all three of them... They, they were going through a shamanic journey, which is very much like, okay, now we're going to do this. And now we're going to do that. And what do you see? And right, blah, right. Blah, blah. And Tracy's describing what she sees. And then Christine says, okay, well, let's go through that doorway or whatever. And all three sit up and scream at the same time. They all saw mm. the same thing. Now I have absolutely no idea like I, I'm not even learned. I hadn't even learned how to really meditate at that point. Like right. I, I barely believed in chiropractic. Like work. <laughs> like I, that was like what the fuck. And so, you know, coming from someone, coming from a place of like none of this makes any sense and none of it exists. Um, you know, you can definitely live your life and deny all of these things, but like you say, you know if you have witnesses and you have people who validate those things that your spidey senses and your sixth sense bring to the surface and you keep exploring that and finding out what that is and why that is and it's amazing you become like old bitches like us that kind of sit and observe and 
and have good relationships and have like yeah. I mean yeah and like and and continue to practice what's good for us and continue to like our everyday thank goodness the struggles that we have are not did I we don't have like did I do the right thing conversations we don't have not conversations out of guilt we don't have like as a unit like right. there's open communication there's there's always misunderstanding there's always you know dumb stuff that happens but i find that i think it's because we we delve deep all the time yeah. we we take things that happen to us around us for us to a place of like what does that mean in the universe right and so because of that um now when i'm in a situation where i see three people who with closed eyes screaming at the same thing at the same time and have the same description by the way of what they saw yeah um i i there's meaning behind that so you know it makes those I had a, you know, I, I want to add something. I had a client last weekend and it made me feel very sad. Uh, this person had a near death experience and thought I was not going to believe them. Mm. They don't know my story. Mm -hmm. They don't know who I am. They don't know what I've been through. And I certainly don't like to take up their time with my story. And they kept saying, you think I'm crazy. Everybody mm -hmm. around me thinks I'm crazy, but this is what I saw. And I kept saying, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I Rem see you. I yeah. know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, and I said, and then I would say, did this happen? And they were like, yes. I'm like, I understand, but still after could not. Yeah. Kept trying to convince me. Yeah. That yeah. That happened to them. And you know, when it comes to listening and loving people, because just because it's not your story and you've never experienced it, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. I worked Stop with this. Stop doing it. Whoever's yeah. telling people that that's not it. Listen, just listen. Yeah. Just listen, because just that moment can be, can, that's what happens with people with mental health issues. They're not being heard or believed that these mm -hmm. things are happening to them. This is not mental health, but I'm, we're talking yeah. about spiritual, but I'm saying it's so important to listen and validate. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I was, I, you just touched a nerve because I worked with a lovely young woman who says she listens to the podcast. So Jackie, if you, if you're listening to this, I'm talking hey. about you. Um, I had told her that we had a podcast and it's hard to say like in one sentence, like why we have a podcast. <laughs> And um, I usually say we lost a bet. That's just what I say. But, um, you know, she grew up in a haunted house that makes our haunted house look like Disney. Like her experiences right. were, were definitely much more extreme than ours. But nevertheless, our effects, that how it affected us was very similar. And over the summer, she was staying in an old house. And we believed that there was an energy in that house. And so she would say, Donna, I didn't get any sleep because this happened. And then she was describing the things that right. <laughs> were, and I'm like, yeah, I believe you. Like there's an, I'm like, stop trying to tell me that there's an energy in the house. I know, I believe you. I feel it. I know it. Like, let's talk about how you feel. Let's talk about the fact that you have a talent to right. connect with things. Right. Let's talk about how do we, how do we, hone in like i just kept saying welcome to the club like guess what you grow up in a place like that you have no choice but to have a spidey sense you know you grow up in a household where the parents are abusive and you take care of your siblings guess what yeah you know how to change a diaper That's you know right. how to take That's care right. of kids you have a sixth sense when it comes to danger when it That's comes right. to violence you have no choice but to have have had developed that so it was interesting for her because I'd say, stop. I, okay. Yeah. I believe you now what? And then it stopped her in her tracks because she didn't know what that next conversation is. And that next conversation is, 
Do you clear it? Is it your responsibility? Right. Do you take it on? How do you protect yourself from it? How do you blah, blah, blah. And she just never had that conversation with people. And it's so interesting. It's like, yeah. And like, yeah, I believe you. You grew up in a haunted house. I grew up in a haunted house too. And it was not fun. No. Hers was really extreme though. I want to have her on the podcast because she's. I'd love to hear her story and yeah, support her. Really that. great story. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's young right now. She's going to law school. So I have to find out when she has a break. So um, yeah, I'd I love to have that. that conversation. All right. Um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'd love to have her, but I love this conversation, Don. I think this was really helpful and reassuring and um, to take away from this is everybody has experiences. If we all had the same experience, then nobody would experience everything in life. I don't know if that made sense. What uh, the fuck? I don't know. I just ruined it. Every... <laughs> just ruined Jazz it. Jazz hands. I ruined it. Jazz hands, Jazz, hands Jazz hands came in. Jazz hands came in and tried to be deep. Okay. That's it. So it. Um, I love you so much. All uh, right. Let's everyone... see everybody on TikTok. Um, on Tuesdays at 730. On Tuesdays at 730. Follow the sisters. We have no idea what we're doing. Just like we've done every I single think thing we else. know exactly what we're doing <laughs> well we know no, we have a plan. we know why we're doing it right we don't know what we're doing no no that's a whole there's different a difference thing. i i just can't believe it i just can't believe people are watching it's crazy thousands of people were watching it's very exciting I got five thousand likes i know so good you're good too you're great you're great support and so is addy i love you guys so much yeah addy's the best Addie's okay the best. everyone okay, see you so on, wait, patreon go on patreon patreon.com and um five dollars a month gets you the card of the day and other things and access easier access to kathy all right love you guys bye don bye